I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcomen, bien, venu, hola mate, and welcome to the Transplaining Podcast with me, Jordan Gray, that is all about the joy of questions the questions in question are posed by a special guest and then answered by me and a very special co-hosting pal using uh, just sort of our wits really and often flimsy foundations of knowledge to provide some kind of satisfactory answer today's special guest is actor vicky alcock and today's co-hosting pal is brendan reese and he's here i am here you are you're live right. <laughs> but it's not live when they listen but it's live for us right now. Tell them that. The magic's gone. <laughs> uh, Brennan, you're proper funny and nice. Those are two things I know to be true about you. I think nice is better than funny, actually, because not enough people are. It gets overused, the word nice. I think it's a nice thing, though. It's a good yeah, thing like to, to be actually one nice. Yeah. Like, like instead of like when you have something, you go, yeah, it's, it's nice. Oh, nice. No, you're nice, actual with a capital N. You are an actor and comedian who describes yourself as a working class wordsmith. I would describe you as such as well. Oh, I believe that's pretty true. Uh, you've written for shows for the BBC, ITV, Channel 4 and Comedy Central. You was nominated for the Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Fringe for your show Everglow and won the English Comedian of the Year in 2015. That's amazing. It's proper good. I'm so, just going to stop occasionally. It's too, a while ago though, isn't it? So now like there's probably what's like seven other people that are that. So now, <laughs> now you go, that's all I right. know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Um, I, if, for new listeners, I'm a transgender person and there's a thing about being transgender where when you do something, you're usually the first person to do it because there's not <laughs> that many of us. So if I got up right now and like kicked that door, I'll probably be the first transgender person to ever do that. Will I get an award? No, I won't. Vicky Alcott's going to join us now. Oh, she's pr- ni- I like her. She's really nice, proper funny. Um, what's going to happen is Vicky's going to bring in a big and a small question. Is there any areas of expertise that you think you've got what might be able to help answer a random question posed to us? What are you sort of really good at? Do you know when people think about like their mastermind topic? I don't really have one, which I don't know whether that means I've got a broad range of information or I'm thick as fuck. (laughs) Uh, And I think it's the second one. Well, in your accent, which I suspect is something that might come up later, the second one sounds more accurate when you said thick as fuck. (laughs) I I believe the second one more. But I'd say it's probably stuff from my like childhood. Things like wrestlers from the mid 90s oh can i say one and yeah it was a real one was takashi one he was japanese and he had a move called the tarantula takashi i only remember one wrestler and it was him because <laughs> he'd done an upside down wrestling move on the ropes he looked like a spider and it was called the tarantula he sounds great maybe it wasn't takashi maybe i made that up i mean we'll go for that yeah. i can't remember someone but doesn't mean i don't know it it was your favorite brendan so there was this one wrestler called uh sean michaels oh okay that rings a bell known as the heartbreak kid <laughs> Yeah, of course he was. And I really liked it, especially as I was coming into my teenage years, because his introduction music was was the sound of uh, someone having an orgasm. What do you mean? It started with like a like a low like, and then it'd someone would go, there was the vocal. And I literally, as an eleven year old boy who had only seen Page Free Tit, yeah. Sexual awakening. It was a sexual awakening. I imagine wrestling for a lot of people has got sexual awakening, but that is a very specific version of it. <laughs> sort of a northern audio thing for you. Um, all right. Well, this is perfect timing because what's going to happen now is Vicky Olcock is going to join us in the transplaining fish tank. Welcome to the studio, Vicky Olcock. 
Vicky Alcox in here now, like in the room, actually. How are you, Vicky? Are you all right? I'm so well. Thank you very much for having me, darling. Bless you. Thank, thank you. you for joining us. Have you met Brennan before, apart from what, like two minutes ago when you actually met? We have not, have we? No, ever. this is like a first date. And I'm quite excited. <laughs> <laughs> You're a lovely bunch, and it's one of my favourite things about the podcast is yes. bringing together people that I like and admire from the world, and then you get them together, and it turns out usually they make a really good pair, because that's what happens when you put nice, funny people together in Well, room. I could change that this morning, darling. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened is the accent quotient is sort of tipped now. Because yeah. we're both quite mockney cockney. Well, you are cockney cockney. Have you noticed? I'm a mockney. Right. You're a cockney. Right. I feel outnumbered. Yeah, as well you <laughs> should, by the way. Bash yeah. <laughs> you over the head with a lot of... What's, a, what's an Essex thing? A can of eels. A can of... No, a can, I'm, are they canning them now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm um, Vicky Alcock, here's some things about you, what's written on a piece of paper. You oh, are right. Keep clean. <laughs> you are an, you're a fucking actor. <laughs> yes. Fucking regular on our screens with credits including Bad Girls, Doctor Who, Call the Midwife, EastEnders, and the absolutely properly well funny People Just Do Nothing where you play Carol, Misha's mum. It's really good. It's so good, it's isn't it? It's so good. And I'm working with Rafka at the moment and it's like on the walls and everything. It's everywhere. great. Isn't it good? Apart from my now my son is 15... And his friends are watching it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Get in. You do have some quite sexy conversations with yeah. old Shabati there. Yeah. The the Thamit in one was one of my favourites. <laughs> well, funny man. When you get like... shouted across the road, Oi! That's really Thumb sweet. In. It sounds like they sweet, were trying to remember yeah. what the catchphrase was. <laughs> what was no, thumb it in. That's it. Thumb it in. Vicky Alcock, this is your first time on the podcast. Yes. You understand the premise of the podcast. I suspect you may have prepared for us a big and a small question. Should we kick off with yes. a big one, I reckon? Let's thumb in a big I question. Bring to you. <laughs> Does accent matter? That's an excellent question, and I liked how you amended your accent for it as well. So everyone, very RP. Yeah, Yeah. I know what that is. (laughs) Actually, that's probably a good kicking off point, RP. Because here's the thing: it don't matter if you're writing a letter. Probably Mm -hmm. does matter if you're hosting Big Brother. Quite like that accent, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, there's a weird thing about RP, isn't there? Where like any accent we've got that's really strong that's not RP, you can sort of hide behind it, and people don't realise perhaps you're a lot cleverer than you are. And I quite enjoy having an accent where it seems like I'm being a bit of a goof. Yeah, really? because RP is sort of like cheat code. You can be thick, but go, oh, hello. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exact. You're so right. The exact opposite is also true. Vicky, why is that on your mind? Why have you been thinking about accents? Well, for? you see, because it, it has defined me for sort of all of my life. As you as you just mentioned, I have got a little bit of an accent. Bloody love it. <laughs> and from maybe when I'm at, since when I went to drama school, everybody said, you know, you're not going to work unless you change your accent. And I love my time at drama school, and there's no, you know, there's no disrespect, but they wanted me to walk around speaking in RP. I was like, you mental. Yeah. Because I feel that your accent, this is deep now, yeah, does it. define you. I could play a lady of the manor, but you would see I'm a bit too sharp, I'm a bit too quirky. <laughs> right? Don't give it to me because I'll nick it. And that's it. Yeah, do you understand? So the accent can remain the same, but it's still going to be me. It's really important to me to have an original, um, authentic sound. It has been said that the old Cockneys, um, the um, pearly kings and queens, that within, I think, 10 to 20 years, there won't be any more. They'll be gone. Because wow. as an actual native kind of lingo, it's, it's not spoken anymore. And not that I'm a big, you know, I don't want to be a pearly king and queen. Well, maybe I do. But um, <laughs> I, I have also been, this is a bit harsh, but I've also been judged on how I sound. Yeah. And not always in a good way. I've walked into a room, gone, hello, darling, it's all right. And people go, oh, God. I'm like, okay, cheers. Well, let's see what you've got to play with then, shall we? And you are defined and judged by your accent. But I always think it's a positive. I don't bring a negative with me, but it was just, a, you know, just to be aware of. Would you say that those negative experiences, did they happen outside the world of the arts? 
quite a lot within. Yeah. Oh, I suppose uh, coming up through drama school. And yes. Stuff, but I, but I, I can't imagine nowadays walking into a room and it being a, prob- a strong flavour nowadays, especially in the art industry, is a great good thing, isn't it? Absolutely. What do Absolutely. you reckon, Brendan? Is that? I have the same actually, and I think the arts is like where it's meant to be like the most inclusive thing, and everyone. I think it's the most exclusionary place. Again, I went to drama school, Northern accent. They were just trying to beat it out of me all the time. And I think that's one of the things that's been beneficial since leaving because I just didn't listen to him. I had this one <laughs> one teacher, she was all right, knob. So I am being disrespectful because she was a knob. And... Does knob mean the same thing up north than it is down here? Yeah. Right, okay. Bit of a prick. <laughs> Definitely yeah. disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just checking it out. And she was just pounding me all the time to cut my hair, stop mucking about and being funny. Speak properly. Speak properly. <laughs> and you go, those are the three things that a sort of got me through <laughs> yeah. to where I am today. And they got me jobs. And I don't know, I just think that RP is a bit, I don't know, it's a bit boring, isn't it? And I know that it used to be the, the case, what, in the 70s, where everyone on the TV was, oh. I know, it was that clip accent all the time, was it, you know? And the, I mean, I love old radio voices. Is it the, the transatlantic voice that's sort of half British, half American voice? Just wonderful. Yeah. I can't do it, but I wish, yeah, it's my favourite. Yeah, so, but that in itself is an accent, but received pronunciation, I mean, that's not even an accent, mate. <laughs> it's not even it? words, really, no. is it? What does that mean? It doesn't. Stupid. That's terrible advice that you received. I did, um, a, a, appeared on Britain's Got Talent perhaps 10 years ago before anything oh, yeah. happened. No one ever saw it. And the worst I advice I've received. I know, I forgot about it. <laughs> right. I said, I'm not going to have butchers later. I don't know, I wonder if it would be there. But Simon Cow says to me, you need to sit down and stop being silly. And that is in my entire <laughs> life and career is, is I've made so much money not sitting down. I mean, this is silly. the longest I've ever seen you sit down. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it's just great. And it's nice to have bad bits of advice when you're doing quite well to look back on oh, and go, oh, brilliant. nobody knows that. anything. <laughs> well, also, I think when you're like, I was must have been like 20 when they were, when they were saying this. And I'm glad I had that little bit of like youthful ego where I thought, fuck you. Like, no yeah. way am I doing that. No, not in a million years. I, I, had a, I had a thing about three years ago. I was doing this regular voiceover. And again, like the accent is the reason why I got booked. And there was all of these like, beyond the glass, there was all of these producers called like Millie and Tilly and Philly and what well, they all. And, in, in, Tallulah. <laughs> and during a break, they went, oh my God, Brennan. One of us uh, does an absolutely brilliant uh, impression of you. Do you want to hear it? And I said, no, because <laughs> it'll be dreadful and maybe slightly offensive. And they went, no, 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 honest, you must listen. And I went, oh, right, fine. And then we went, oh, my God, I'm so funny <laughs> And I thought, God, you need yeah. to be told no in your life, Billy Tilly and Philly. Gosh, being able to land an accent, somebody else's accent, it can be in a massive compliment, can't it? Because it sort of says, I've seen right into your soul. I know you. And I yeah, that, yeah. But if you get it only slightly wrong, nah. Oh, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, mimics, I think, are incredible. Yeah. People who have gone, like, Britain's Got Talent and they do an impression of Simon Cole. So the people who run, like, Stars in Their Eyes, I just love it because I've never been able to do it. Do you know when people go, if you get one wish, you could have a superpower? And people go, oh, I'd fly or I'd, I'd go invisible or I'd whatever. Hulk. M- mine <laughs> yeah, would be yeah. Oh, yeah. accents. Because I'm so bad at them. Every low-key. accent I do sounds a bit bit racist, really. Well, that, that's nothing. Um, I, I was very fortunate when I was younger. I'm so glad this has come up because I've never spoken about it. Um, <laughs> I was once, I was booked to play the Black History Month at the Thameside Theatre in Grey. It's a nice little theatre there. Um, my stage name used to be Tall Dark Friend and that's why all my social media is at Tall Dark Friend. Yeah. I reckon what happened is I got booked to do that without them knowing who I was and guessing who I was based on my stage name, Tall Dark Friend, and I showed up and I was the only white person there and it was very clear that I was not supposed to be booked. But they were very sweet and kind and was like, oh, we obviously perform and I thought the only way I can 
really deserve to be here is if I make sure I play songs by black artists. <laughs> but I loved them so much, the songs I was singing, but I fully committed to all the accents. I was like, you've, and you've got to get it right. You can't. You've got to get it right. Yeah. So I've done, I done Ray cool. Charles and I, I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> you looked at me like I was going to do it. I was like, <laughs> I can't I've done you. Ray Charles and I did, I can't believe I did this, but it went down a storm. It was, uh, I did uh, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and it was good. It was good though. And if you go slightly wrong, it, it, of course it's disrespectful because what's the difference? between an impersonation and an impression. That's the difference. Mm. If you're doing an impression, like what they done to you in that audition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or you just sincerely perform as best you can that sound. It was really eye-opening for me. That's a big difference is make sure you do. Because have you ever seen, this just reminds me of this, and I don't imagine you did it like this, but it, I think it was in Greece on Stars in Their Eyes. Right. And there was a woman who comes on <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she's like, I, you're, well, she doesn't say, I, you're right, whatever. She says, hello. Um, and they go, who are you going to be? God. And she goes, Stevie Wonder. And everyone goes, <laughs> there you are. what? Yes. Yes. And she comes out. Someone brings her out as if she can't see. Yeah. This woman can see. And She's committed. Oh, no. Oh, that's added an extra layer to it. It's horrific. Yeah. Oh, no. it is, that is, that's... And do you know what the worst thing is? It's not the worst thing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's many bad things on there. But one of the bad things is, she doesn't even sound like him. No. So it just, it feels like they've just gone way, but they've been like, oh, she'll do it. Let, let's test this format to within an inch of its life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's kill it. Bloody hell. Um, Vicky, who would you do on Britain's, not on Brits Good Talent, on, on Stars in Their Eyes? Well, what do you reckon? Considering I sing like a footballer on a bad day, <laughs> sure. I would like to commit to, I would love to do a bit of Blondie. Good. Yeah. Well, we've got the smoke machine. I think Ben's going to You could do Blondie. I reckon you do a great Blondie. And I, I mean, I can lip sync to quite a lot of things, yeah? Yeah. Mo I would say <laughs> well done, most of the squeeze, right? right. Pastor Duchy and a lot of Bob Marley tracks. Again, that I couldn't, do, I couldn't do I couldn't do him, could I? No. But I would like to do a bit of Blondie and or maybe a bit of like, Charlie Chaplin didn't sing, did he? Yeah, tonight, that would really I'm be testing be. the form. I'm going to be Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Um, George Formby, maybe. Yeah, George Formby. Well, I could see you smashing yeah. George Formby. Thank you. Thank you. I'm leaning on the post. I think, as a, so would you be happy with a placeholder answer to your big question, mm -hmm. do accents matter? Between the two of us, Brendan, I think we just agree with Vicky, don't we, that they are quite important and they've informed our lives in big ways. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were talking about that. Yeah. We were talking about, yes. I also think they're brilliant. I think they're, like, needed. Yeah. Because they especially are. in this country, you can figure out who's your people yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. quite quickly. Yeah. My, my word would be for, the, for this podcast is, please, guys, don't lose your accent. No, don't anybody. It defines us and it makes the world go around and it's so important. Also, this this it. this podcast would sound quite boring if the three of us were just like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, yes, hi, Brennan. Yeah, mm, yes, Jordan. Mm, good. Okay. <laughs> I've got to keep that as a little clip, though. Every time I do something good, I press that. Yes, very good. Yes. Um, um, uh, you're selling it to me, to be honest. I was, you two doing it together was quite a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. They, they, of course, they are important. And uh, I definitely dial mine up in every single possible opportunity. And when I do, when I feel myself not doing it, it's because I'm intimidated. So, yeah, it's like I know. Parameter, that's the thing. It? Yeah, don't. So keep being yourself, babes. There we go. That's beautiful. Right. Okay. Well, that's a wonderful first big question. What a good thing to do now would be, because it's what we do on this podcast, is to answer some audience questions. Oh, yeah. A quick fire Ooh. round. And between the three of us, I reckon we can give some satisfying transformations. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Time now for some quick fire audience questions sent to me Ta-da. at AskJordan <laughs> at off dashcrypt.co.uk <laughs> is one of them. What is from Adam Taylor from Harrogate? 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 Harrogate. Do, Do you say it however you want. Yeah. Say it in your accent. From Harrogate. They say laughter is the best medicine. Can the panel improve on that? I mean, if we're talking technically, no, it's fucking rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're dying, probably it's not going to save you. I don't know. You probably need pills or something. <laughs> but I think it's a good last resort. Do you know, yeah. like when you're on death's door? It, can, it yeah. can pep you up, can't it? Totally. You know I, mean? I do love a laugh. Yeah. Um, I was, I've just, <laughs> just appeared the on them. You get one in your life, and I'm going to have it when I die. So, I also like cow polo. That's nice. Oh, <laughs> nightmare. Really good. Wallop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just appeared recently on a show on BBC Radio 4 called yes. Best Medicine. I think it's out quite soon. And that is the entire premise is what is the best medicine? And you always get a comedian on there, and usually they say it's laughter because that's what we do yeah, for a living. But I also met somebody who's invented a new atom. That's probably not true because you don't invent those. You discover you liar. <laughs> that you is impressive. Well, it's radioactive and it goes inside people and finds bad things and kills them. I have paraphrased. What, it kills the people? Yeah. yeah. No, it kills the, um, the bad bits in oh, them. Oh, you fool. I yeah. mean, it goes inside and kills them. So it's, it's like radiation therapy, yeah. but you just like pop it in you? Yeah, like a, that's the, the idea. A probe. Is like a jab for bad things. Instead of all the chemo and stuff, it's just a little jab. And then the idea wow. was that it just finds it. Is that true? It seems too good to be true, but I think it was true. Sounds and that's right. nice. And it, and it wasn't funny. So it is in, it, it's a definitely in counterpoint to this. Yes, that, that is probably better than laughter, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, if I had the choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take that. You've got three weeks to live, but we've got one one more option. <laughs> it's, we've got an experimental it, option. <laughs> it's either this new atom that's been invented yeah. or it's it's a jaded club comedian. Yeah. I'm like, give me that atom now. Yes. Uh, that's a sketch idea. Jez Morris, who's in Exeter, says, why do bats sleep upside down? And are there any other animals that do that? Jez Morris, you little pervert. Yeah. Why are you asking us that for? Yeah. Why do you think we would know? Yeah. Right. Well, I do. Do you? I, well, no, I say I do. I mean, I'm not in a qualified way, but I've got I reckon idea. you do. I reckon you know. Quick scenario. Back in 19, late 1890s, we had to do animal study at drama school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Wallop, penguin, all day long. Well, well, well let's, let's rewind for the people who don't know, because that's really fascinating. What does that mean, animal study? Oh, so you, yeah, yeah. So you have to go to Regent Zoo and you pick an animal. We went to Longleat. Oh, you've go. done it. The two, I did okay. it as well. That's oh, what you do okay. for a term. And you pick an animal that you think you identify with, that um, you think's a bit of you, <laughs> look up, <laughs> and you study it. Right. You look at its movements, you look at its eating habits, mm-hmm. and then at the end of term, if you're like an absolute ass, well, I did, and you then have to perform your animal. For, oh. for a good stint as well. We got them given to us, so you didn't even have to pick what you identify with. Hang the on. teacher went, was going around what going like, get- Gorilla! Duh, oh, duh. did you what, get? What, have a guess what you think I might have got. Uh, panda, I was, I was, I was, polar bear. I, I, yeah. I got a, uh, a, a ferret. No, oh, ferret. <laughs> I was a ferret. Yeah, a stoat. For three months, a stoat. Oh, wow. No. Anyway, so my pal 
David Carr, big shout out. He did a bat. Oh my God, the whole class melted. He jumped up on the gym bars, <gasps> legs arm and that. And the reason that he told me that they hang is because they can lock their knees backwards. Right. I retain ridiculous facts, right? <laughs> and they lock them out, and that's what I mean. They can hold on with the tank if you can. It's physical, you know what I mean? And they oh, lock that's out, and that's great. how they can hold. So with the lock knee, they won't move at all, and they just wrap their batty wings around. Like, you know when you sort of, like, lock your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like skiers when they go off the yeah, thing and they that's go... that's it. Ugh. Just like that. Just babe. like that. Just like that, babe. I'm fully you on board. You didn't expect that answer, I, did you? I did not expect that. What I will say is that what that answer is very much is very much the how, but not the why. Oh, yeah, that's the point. But but you're absolutely right. I, I was out there in Oz, and I didn't get much chance. We just spoke before we come in. I didn't get a chance to see things, but I did see the bats. I went down... In the, the trees? Yeah, I went along the Yarra River, and I saw all the bats all waking up. It's, the, it's probably the best thing I've done when I was out there. And I was looking at them like, oh, they they look happy in that. But when they wake up and nearly sort of fall out, or every time they wake up, they oh, like <laughs> you know like when you wake up somewhere you don't expect, they all look like they yes. wake up and go, where am I? Oh, I'm upside down. And I was thinking, why, why, why? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Also, I like them. Did you know oh, this? Yeah. That if they, you'd be a victim of this. If they got if, what? if a bat flew too close to you and got caught in your lovely hair. Oh yeah. You're uh, fucked because they, they just keep they just dabble. panic. Thing is though, when you said I'd be a victim of it. Because of your lovely accent, what we just discussed, didn't feel threatening at all. Yeah. It's just really nice. You're about to suffer a very terrible fate. Like, oh, Sounds like oh, you've got I? a box with a bat yeah. in it. What did you do to be um, a penguin? What was? The, I mean, it's an audio medium, but I'm sure we'd love to at least hear what you did. Well, first of all, I looked at the stance. <laughs> yeah, of course. The physicality is really... And then I'll tell you how I coined it. Just a little bit of a... What? <laughs> I wish I could. All right. Like, there's cameras here, but I mean, it is audio as well. So, what you've just done, I mean, to describe it perfectly, is the face of a penguin. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it was, you know it was I mean? perfect. Add a little bit of attitude and just that little. Oh, I love it. Lovely cockney <laughs> penguin. Cockney yeah. penguin. You yeah. fucking what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got my mates with me as well. <laughs> uh, I'd do a, a ferret or a stoat. What yeah. does that entail? <clears throat> so, they, the way that they stand up is they sort of like peel themselves all the way up. So they sort of undulate. That was a body ripple. Yeah, that was really good. It was like a backwards Peter Andre. <laughs> They're basically in plank for most of their time because that's how they move around. And we used to have this 70-year-old physical theatre teacher who was like Russian, very strict. They always are, aren't they? Theatre people or yeah. Russians. And 70-year-olds. The whole mix. Boom. And I, so I was sort of on my fingertips and in our, what would you call it, your assessment, Yeah. Everyone's moving around from so many different climates. So there's a polar bear and a ferret in one room. The teacher, she put out all these chairs, like stacked chairs, so we could go underneath them and find your little habitat. Oh, and I, I love it. I had these jogging sure. bottoms on. And as I was crawling underneath a chair, just basically so I could have a rest, the chair leg got stuck in the pocket of my um, of my tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> oh, when you're down, right, when you're down there. Because ferrets, it's a well-known fact, ferrets don't wear tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> no. And I really wanted to pass my... Uh, exam so it pulled my pants down I had boxers on but it pulled my pants down right to the ankle because I couldn't really quite get yeah. them off and uh, I got in trouble I got in trouble for having my pants I mean, off it, I, see, I see the one side of that what is the nudity but then also how many ferrets do you see walking around in trousers no yeah, exactly none, none Vicky. No. the dedication exactly. to that the yeah. commitment and you feel like a right idiot did you wear a little waistcoat when you done your painting <laughs> I, had, I look like Marcel Morceau. I had black stripes on, little tight ones, and a black and white striped T-shirt with the slash neck of the 80s style. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. The worst experience around that was when we went to the zoo and I couldn't be bothered. I didn't I've go been, I've I'm been to zoos before, mm. so I wanted to go in the um, the hedge maze that they've got a long leap. 
<laughs> and I got lost. And I got sunstruck in a giant mate, but I couldn't get out. Oh, that's horrible. And then I finally got to the middle and then you can see, and I could see the coach and everyone was getting on it. And I thought, <laughs> I'm gonna die oh, in. No. I'm gonna die this in a head Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, if we had the statistics, I reckon it would say zero percent of people have ever actually died in a maze. Like, there's no, there's no maze in the world big enough that someone's died in it. It would have been me. It, been it was me. nearly me. Jen Morrison. Um, are there any other animals that sleep upside down? Was his sort of subtitled question. I know that Feels cows like sleep with their eyes open, but that's not upside down, is it? Let me just check the note. <laughs> no, no, it's not the same thing. Also, <laughs> the question, it's a good answer. It's a good answer. Sorry. Also, giraffes can only sleep for like five minutes because they can't, like, because they go up. Like, because they go up, they stood up. They stood up. <laughs> and, um, that's so sweet. That's how a kid would describe a tall person. Like, Do you know there'd be any lot long in the, yeah, in the yeah. air? Goes all up. But because of their necks, they can only doze off for like five minutes because they'll break their own necks. So then they have to wake oh. back up or they'll lick their head on the floor. Can they put it on a little. That'd be ledge. good. Yeah, a little ledge. Yeah. I'd love that. Look like, see a giraffe sleeping and it's just resting its chin on a branch. Like, what's it doing? It's asleep. Um, that's why they've got the biggest hearts of any land animal, giraffes. Do they so they can pump blood from there all the way up all the way up. It's a long way. It breaks some of the laws that we know. Well, not breaks the laws. We know how they said bumblebee can't fly. <laughs> it breaks actual civil rights laws. Arrested. Um, you can't. Bumblebees aren't supposed to be able to fly, but they obviously can because of physics. And uh, and you shouldn't be able to pump fluid up that high without the pressure getting too high. But they do it because they're giraffes. Know what they're doing. Do you know when they're like eating leaves and that, and there's a yeah. twig? Do you know, what, like, if you've ever, ever eaten like a sharp crisp and it hurts from I there to there? I got one stuck in my throat. It was really painful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That must, that's going on for a good, yeah. what, three meters? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. It never. <laughs> never uh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That's Clyde. Uh, don't give the address or anything. He's quite mysterious. <laughs> he asks, why is moonwalking called moonwalking? Great question. <clears throat> now, I'm going to ask you an opening question to this because I'm really fascinated by this. Do you know who invented the moonwalk? Geezer at Shalimar. Geezer at Shalimar. What's Shalimar? What? I don't know what right Shalimar is. I wrote his name down. Gonna stick it night to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Daniels. Jeff Daniels, yeah. Uh, was Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, and, he, and it was called yeah. the... Not the backdrop. Backslide. Ba the backslide. I'm, this is great. I'm so pleased that you, you're yeah. into that. Um, wow. It was one of them QI. It's like, like a QI question that you ask and someone says, Alan Davis says, Michael Jackson. Wow, wow, wow. And then it would come up, picture Jeffrey Shatterman. Jeffrey Shatterman. So he must have been a bit <laughs> livid then. Well, he talked it to him. He talked oh, to him. Yeah, first, and then yeah. Michael Jackson, because you, I mean, you were like, this is my era. I'm much, I'm much older than that. That's why. <laughs> When he gave it to Vicky Jackson, he said he wanted to... Call, I don't know why I wanted to call it the moonwalk. I guess it's slightly better than the backside slide. The backside, <laughs> the backside slide. Well, see, yeah. therein, therein lies the crux. Yeah. It could have been called the backside and maybe they didn't want it to be called yeah. that. What I am going to do is throw a bit of spoke in. Uh -oh. here, right? Three years earlier, there was a guy called Bill Bailey, not that Bill Bailey, oh. who was a dancer, who done the moonwalk on a show in 1955. So this is before Shalimar? So it's, it's sort of... I've seen the footage. Well, it, we won't show the footage, but, like, look at it online if you yeah, want. Yeah. It's a man doing the moonwalk. But it's sort of not quite the moonwalk. So there's an argument to be made for maybe Jeff Daniel out of Shalimar saw it and was like, I'm going to make Have it into got a it? thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're maybe not the other fella's not around. Sorry, my maybe disappeared. And this is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Someone sort of... They very slowly backwards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they backwards killed him. Yeah. But I reckon in, like, the medieval times when there was nothing to do, someone probably give that... They moonwalk. <laughs> you're right. You're right. No, yeah, because no-one's going around doing the moonwalk because they don't even know that what the moon is probably. Oh, no-one's filmed it. No-one's no. filmed it. For them, it's just a circle. I bet everyone were doing it. Yeah. 
We've only seen pictures of them. They might have been going oh, backwards. You're so more. right. The conga. Every conga. picture that we've ever seen of history, they're all just standing still. They might be going in reverse. They you're might so be mid, right. mid moonwalk. I love those songs, um, guys. They're recent... brilliant. Let's <laughs> change my world. The guy from fucking Shallow. He's not done anything. <laughs> He's nicked it from the medieval times. <laughs> oh, that, that, remember Jeff Daniel with his fucking loot that he used to go around with? Oh, he's a fucking massive fan of the medieval times. They're probably called the moonwalk because they was bang into space back then, weren't they? MTV, space. Yeah. They loved it in 1980, whatever it was. Is that the done. first place he did it on MTV? Oh, well, God, it was. When was Beat It? The big the big show. It was at the Moment yeah, M-Town Awards, right? It was, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Billie Jean, not Beat It, my, my bad. I've thrown that out there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was at the Motown Awards. And okay. it, was, it was like legendary, wasn't it? It's that one where... And he proper milks it as well. He does it once, it's great. And then he takes ages to do it again. We're all waiting for uh, it. Get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost of that guy who died. Back, yeah. um, so there you go. Why is it called moonwalking? Pfft, medieval times. Sarah, read. <laughs> What's your favourite conspiracy theory? I'm going to put in brackets apart from the one we just made up. Yeah, obviously. You're right. What's your favourite conspiracy theory? Or is there any that really stick out to you? I have one because this Here is so go. ridiculous. Yeah. And I am told that it's true, but I cannot believe this. I don't know I don't know really the facts, so I am making up a little bit, but I know I've, I've heard this. You know what? That is no problem because it's a conspiracy theory and I don't think there Boom. are any. Oh, yeah. You're all good. It. Yeah. In Canada, yep. a little while ago, in days of yore, they actually... Gaydar, yeah, my gaydar is strong. They actually built a machine, a gaydar machine, so they could spot people that were homosexuals and try to revert them. In Canada? In Can- I know it was definitely in Canada. Right. I Can wonder what the machine would do. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> okay, this Look is... Look it up, guys. Let me <laughs> know. To, if we had to make, not make one right what now, about let's that, get MacGyver this situation and make one. Let's blue oh, Peter him. this. Yeah. We've got some loo rolls. We've got some <laughs> oh, PVA. There's some mugs over there. MacGyver um, would do it. He would, definitely would. Oh, love it'd, it'd be really problematic. <laughs> Come out! Thought you'd done bombs. Now I've made a game on this episode. <laughs> Why? I just think it's really important that we find these people. We need people, to find them. Step out the people. <laughs> oh. I do love MacGyver. Um, oh, right? Would it be like a booth that a person goes in and then is scanned, or would it be something at, at a distance? Because I suspect that's more useful if you're if you're searching. You know, like, right when they stop you for speeding too fast. Yeah, yeah. Stop. In the name of the gaydar. That's great. That's great. What's that called, Mark? Mars power thing. What's that called? A speedometer. Speedometer. A gadometer. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm fully on board with that being a thing. I, I hope that it's not in use. I think it's wild yeah. that it was in Canada because Canada's <laughs> quite Switzerlandy, quite isn't it? It's polite. quite like yeah. Yeah. I think I've got that. <laughs> Maple syrup, hockey, and the gator. <laughs> the only working gator. That's been left off their flag. I'd love it to be like an absolute radar as well. Do you know where you like? There's one twenty meters away. And it's like, yes. Boop, <laughs> boop. <laughs> They're 10 metres away. Brace yourselves, and guys. Little, beep, beep. And this little guy going on someone's face. Boop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boop. That's why it's a Boop. It's Just really... paying people compliments. Yeah. You look great. Oh, God. Look it's really in. adorable. That's what's nice as well. What we've done is projected onto it nefarious means, but it might just be nice. It's like, we're looking for the gays because they're nice. Yeah. <laughs> Want to give them a little boot? Just the guy in boot cut jeans and he's like, I just need some fashion advice. <laughs> That's uh, what I want. Brennan, any conspiracy theories that pop out in your mind, or any? And do you ever see them online and think? Mm. There's one, and it's not. There's nothing fun about this. This is a sad one. Oh, I know. Oh, but it's one. That well, always... bad sound effects. Don't yeah. be great. It always comes. <laughs> so do you remember? Oh God, why am I bringing this one up? Come on. Do you remember it's Jill right. Dando? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she she was killed she under was. very mysterious circumstances. Yeah, yeah. Well, supposedly, I've heard this conspiracy that the reason she was killed. Is because she was about to pull a pin on all of the U-Tree people. 
So she knew about all the... Yeah, what? Wait, what? you choose... As, okay. as in all the paedophile men. Right, that's bad. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. We need a radar for yep. that, really, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. anything. Canada, um, get your, pull your finger out, Canada. She, she was about to uh, let, <laughs> let loose, yeah, on all of that. Oh, wow. And then they were like, they all got together and they went, let's... Do let's, that. Let's, Moonwalk this one. Yeah, let's, this get, let's get her gone. Wow, the hell? I knew there was something wrong with them. Yeah. No, don't put words in my mouth. No, sorry. Edit that movie. I should have just made some up, shouldn't I? Yeah. No, but there was good. always something right. about Giordando. I didn't realise it was could be that. Supposedly. Well, allegedly. 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 Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But just for balance, I'm going to say that is definitely what happened. Yes. <laughs> that's what the point, I mean, that's how that's radio true. works, isn't it? You say it's a conspiracy, I'll say, no, it happened. Hashtag Who are they going to believe? Exactly, you. <laughs> Shush yeah. up. You just pointed out a big flaw in my system. I'm actually going to take that back because they will just believe me. I quite like conspiracies. I'm going to quickly ask my producer if I've told this before. Did I ever tell the story about the zoo? This thing what happened in a zoo. So we brought it back around to zoos. This is my favourite thing ever. I went to a famous zoo that will not be mentioned because mm-hmm. this is what happened at that zoo. They've got a big man-made lake in the middle of this zoo. And I was I was there raising money for during COVID because animals got eat, but there's no one there. And there's a big lake and there's a sign at the side of the lake that said, here's all the things you can see in this lake. Uh, frogs, adders, all these fish. Uh, I said to the woman, I was like, how do you know that they're in there? Because it, look, the lake looks really dirty. How do you know they're in there and where they are and how many are left or anything like that? And she said, we don't put anything in that lake. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we build the lake and hope that they eventually show up. <laughs> like, that's not how zoos work. Like there's a frog in Dartford who's gone, should we go on holiday? <laughs> there's a centre park for us. Come on. And like, Bloody hell. I says to her, do you do that with all the animals? She was like, no, we just like, wow. imagine just putting up a fit sign that says Siberian tiger. And they're like, oh, any day now. We built the habitat. That is incredible. But that's the biggest that's... conspiracy I've ever. Yeah, and it just. Ever... And it's real. Hashtag, there's no frogs in that lake. Wow, 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 wow. There we go, Sarah Reed. That's our favourite conspiracies, yeah. one by one. If you want a question transplained, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk <laughs> or leave it in the review section of iTunes. Here's another thing what I think we should do is ask Vicky Orcock for a small question and we'll try to transplain it for you. Well, thank you again. I love it. <laughs> My very small question for you. <laughs> What do you think is the best cartoon? Now, I tell you this because yep. I'm a massive geek of cartoons. I love it. Yeah. I'm open to suggestion, but I feel that if you were to put me on Mastermind and gave Snoopy the peanut strip as my uh, subject. As then peanuts. Yes, okay. peanuts. Um, <laughs> that I would do well. So I'm a massive Snoopy fan, written by Charles Schultz, mm. but I'm open to suggestion. What do you feel has been in your lives, because we're of different... Snoop, Snoopy oh. is a banger. Snoopy is a banger. Peanuts. I, I tell you what, the big great pumpkin. Oh, absolutely. The, that's like yeah. all the feelings of autumn in that one thing. Are you familiar with Charlie Brown and and the big I'm, old pumpkin? Yeah, but I can't imagine. <laughs> I I can't picture in my head when I've ever seen it. Like I've, I can picture so, the the characters. It's yeah. a but strip. It's a comic strip. Yeah, yeah. it was right. a little bit on animation, and they had a couple of films and that sort of thing. And then there was a movie out. Gosh, about eight, nine, ten years ago, something like that. And it's on every T-shirt in every shop ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they in did my bag um... everywhere. Yeah, totally. Do you you collect these things? You have, you yes, collect I've collected things since I was three years old. Obviously, oh. pajamas, <laughs> my makeup bag. I bought <laughs> your badge as well today. Did you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Bless no. you. Oh, um, but also you. artwork, just anything and everything. And I've got a huge collection in my house, which my son and my husband are nearly leaving me for. <laughs> it's just like... Um, I love that. Yeah. What, my... what is it, or what do you think it is, that 
made you pick that over anything else? Like, what? well, in, in all seriousness, actually, it's it's got quite an adult, not to mean adult thing, but it's quite. Um, oh yeah, the one where the doc- Snoopy and Charlie Brown go yeah. right at it in that yeah, little hut. <laughs> it's the kid that never quite makes it. That's right. Charlie Brown, and Snoopy is there to just go. Well, actually, Snoopy never talks, but it's just the uh, the, the partnership that, and it's not a joyful one. They always kind of go, no, I'm going to let you down, I'm going to let you down. It was just the realism of it, I guess. I love that. And, you know, and if you read some of the books, if you're bored one day on, on tour or whatever, and you just read some of the strips, you just go, yep, you know, you, you will... Just like nice life lessons. Yeah, well, and sometimes not so nice. You know, it doesn't always quite work out. And that Charlie yeah, Brown is, is a bit of a numbskull. I mean, you watch animation now. It's all colours, all flashing, and it is... With this this whole fascination with Chat GPT QX, whatever it is, <laughs> and it's just it, it all feels like it was written by formula. Yeah, and there is yeah, it's all the same story of different faces. The nineties. Let's take this seriously. I definitely want to give you a proper satisfying answer. The nineties felt like it was mad, cartoon wise. Everything was on screen. Yeah, play them at like seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like first thing before school. Earthworm Jim, who's my guy. Earthworm Jim <laughs> <laughs> was great. It was yeah, he's, he's a, and worm. a good game. Is oh my god, it's the best game. He's an earthworm and he was in a spacesuit. And that was the uh, <laughs> And he had superpowers, but he was a worm. The 90s was absolute bonkers. There is something very wholesome about pre-sort of 90s cartoons, but also there wasn't the same rules yet, that they w- there wasn't a delineation between what was for adults and what was for kids at a certain point. So, oh God, I'm haunted by the old the animated Lord of the Rings film. I don't remember what happened, just maybe it been quite terrifying. Cartoons back in the day, proper scary, except for Peanuts, what was nice. I remember it being all I would watch. Cartoon oh, Network... Right. And then you'd get things like these, like real actiony, like so, things like Biker Mice from Mars. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I do, yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. And, and the um, real good soundtracks as well. Yeah. Obviously, the one with the tigers and lions and the bears. Oh my! Not oh, that my. one. No, no, <laughs> the cats. The cats. Thunder cats. Obviously. Thunder Captain oh, Planet. He man. Yeah. He-Man. There were so many good oh, comics. I want to put Captain Planet out there. There was what was the <laughs> cartoons what? are brilliant, guys. Yeah. If you're down, please just bang on a cartoon that you remember, and I guarantee it, it will lift your spirits. I don't want to sound like Mary Poppins, but it's true. You did do well, good Mary Poppins. Thanks, mate. I've got a big bag. <laughs> um, Imagine you telling them kids off, though. You're like, yeah. get upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be so nice. <laughs> My son was little. He used to do an impression of me. We get on brilliantly, and I'm never, you know, we just get wonderful. And he'd turn around and go, he went, oh, no, I'll go to my bloody room. Because that's what I said, like, go to your bloody room. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with you. Thanks, darling. <laughs> Who's the best one out of out of Peanuts is, is did you like the best? Snoopy. Yeah. Obviously. And then, I guess, followed by Charlie Brown, who my son is obviously named after. Is he named after? Is he? If I was a single mum, right, yeah. tell, you know, I've got a funny surname. Let's get it out in the open. Oh, conk. Thank you. Heard it all before. My son would have been called Snoopy Alcock. That's a great name, though. Isn't that it? now Thank is a great you. name. It sounds like a British yeah. porn director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I was, I was. My sister was going to be called Pebbles after Pebbles out of Flintstone. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my mum was like, no, <clears throat> but it was my dad's idea. Did you have? Did you have an alternate name, or was it was going to be? If I was a girl, it was going to be Michaela. <laughs> wow. Just Mika- oh, wow. Sorry if there's any Michaelas no. listening, but not a great so. one. Maca- producer Michaela there. The yeah. <laughs> um, Brennan's nice. It's nice Especially on account of you being a boy called Brennan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. Good, I, mean, I don't know many Brennans. It's more of an American first name, but it's an Irish surname. So, uh, okay, yeah. I like that. I, think my par- I was a mistake, so my parents just went, ah, sod oh. it. Mistake, Reese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, it probably means mistake in Irish or something. Yeah. Captain Planet is good. He is a superhero. What was made of... <laughs> 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 on, these kids, these five kids, got rings. Don't know how they got them. 
they're all element rings. One's water, one's earth, yeah. one's air, fire. fire, and one is heart. That's nothing. I used to play it in like oh, in the field. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, I did it. Wait, what? In the wait, wait, wait. Spread and Reese, if you've just joined us, this is not our podcast, right? <laughs> Imagine you're on your own in the field doing Captain Planet. What, why, and what ring did you have? I can't remember what ring I had. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And, the, like, so the, the council estate, just behind it was a big old field that was, like, heaven for kids. It was just amazing because it was just run around. You wouldn't organise going people, out with anyone. Where people send their dogs and you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to heaven. It's just me, out. nettles and dog shit. Yeah, great. And I was having a great time. And then you'd just go out and play. And if no one was playing, you'd play on your own. And you'd just... I'd be fighting Captain... imaginary things. Yeah, it was, I, I loved, loved it. it. The thing about Captain Planet was all the bad guys... Because he was... Right, so they do their rings. He, Captain Planet. He's all about saving the Earth. Which meant all the bad guys were pollution-themed bad guys. It was always... Wow. It would be like sludge... The Sludgeonator. I'm I'm not good at riffing. <laughs> oh, smoke screen or something like that. Yeah. Which is actually a transformer. <laughs> so it wasn't those star screen. And he'd, he'd always have a catchphrase, time to clean up this city. Oh, and it was yeah. a bit shit, but also it's really it was cool. And, and he, it had a good theme shit. It was like Captain Planet, he's, he's a, a hero. hero. He can do things if he tries. I made, <laughs> yeah, I made that yeah, yeah, that one. I made up the second half. Um so I don't think I can really put Captain Planet in the same league as Snoop's Snoopy Dogs. I mean, Snoopy was a mascot for NASA, just to drop that one in. Really? Yeah, he has actually got a star on the Hollywood fame walk. Oh, wow. Boom. Is it yeah. all poor? Is it actually like, yeah. oh, that's nice. Mine is because it was a real turning point in life. Right. And on Sky One, I was about 11, and my dad let me have a sleepover with a couple of mates, and I had a little, it wasn't a TV wall bracket, it was like a little trolley with a TV on. Yeah. And we all watched it and couldn't believe... So it was the first time South Park had ever come out. Oh, my God, yeah. And I was 11. And the first... It felt like the back of my head had been blown up. Yeah. Because they were, like, farting and someone would die and they'd swear. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, naughty. Do they know we're watching this? Do they know that this isn't for kids like, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. watching it? Yeah. No, you're right. It's gone on, on and on. I haven't seen it in years. No. And I imagine some of the stuff is a bit debatable. But... That first one, I was like, "Shit, yeah, yeah. there's well more to life than I was Captain Planet." Yeah, I am actually going to take Captain Planet away. I think it's between Charlie Brown and South Park, and what I will say is they've both got little round heads. Maybe that's maybe <laughs> that's the answer. They're all both my height. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think South Park they had the same effect to me. I was older, you know. What I mean, I was allowed to watch it, but it still went. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I had South Park earrings. Really? Did you? Yeah. I remember getting a CD once for Christmas with the chef's song yes! on there. Chocolate, salty, Chocolate balls. balls. Of course it was. I love that. I wanted to say it like, I, I didn't want to be the only one that knew it, and we all chimed in. Oh, we all did. Um, would you accept Vicky Olcock as a... Um, I've done your name all mysterious. Vicky <laughs> Olcock. Vicky would you, you accept... Embarrassed? As... Are you embarrassed to say it? <laughs> I, I like the idea that, in answer to your question, what's the best cartoon? It probably is what you said, but whatever it is, it's probably... Got a little round head. Yeah. I just really I'm want... taking that, guys. I'm open. You know, yeah, I don't okay. have to. Yeah, absolutely. So it could it. be Hey Arnold. It is now. <laughs> it's yeah. now Hey Arnold. Um, I think that's what that was. Was a really nice podcast. Well done, everyone, for being this all nice and good on a podcast. Do you feel quite happily and sufficiently transplained to by me and Brendan Reese? I feel absolutely divine, this and is... I do feel very, very transplained. <laughs> We've done well. Good job. Would you like to plug some things and say some things? What's going on? Is there anything that you would like to say? What am I doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still on tour. Still there on we tour. go. I've got a couple of dates left, um, and then I'm going to shove that film tour on the internet somewhere. You're going to film the show? Yeah. Wonderful. It's already filmed. Name of the show? It's called Crowded. Brennan Reese, Crowded. There we go. We'll put these links and things, but that's good. Vicky Ilcott, what's going on? What would you like to say? Apart from keep your accent, everyone. Keep your accent, everyone. Go blimey and all that. Um, no, well, I'm just done changing ends with Alan, with lovely Alan Carr. And love I am that. hoping to do something with Michelle Desuete, maybe. Oh, we love Michelle Desuete. That's great. I yeah. love her too. She's great. Um, so I am holding out for Alan. Alan. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank Fab. you very much. That's wonderful. For Thank you me. both so much for joining me. Transplaining is an off script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. Brendan Reese, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. That's all nice. Vicky Alcott, thank you so much for joining us. Cheers. This has been a podcast. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah! Boom! <laughs> 